This is Paige, the co-host of Giggly Squad, and I want to tell you about a company that I've been loving, Olive and June. Olive and June gives you everything that you need for a salon-quality manicure in one box. And if you break it down, it really comes out to $2 a manicure, which is absolutely insane. It's also so easy to get salon-worthy nails at home with Olive and June. The difference between how your nails used to look when you did them yourself and now with the Manny system is a complete game changer. The best thing about Olive and June, too, is it's a quick dry. Dries in about one minute, lasts for five days, and full coverage in up to one to two coats. Visit oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. That's oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at PlushCare.com slash weight loss. That's PlushCare.com slash weight loss. Plushcare.com slash weight loss. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical new user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Welcome, everyone, to our Friday night wrap-up. If, if this isn't a turnover tackle for Jai Arrow, I'm not here. Seriously. They gave him the turnover tackle, which is completely fair, and then took it away from him in updates. I don't understand why. Like, it's simple as it comes. You want to watch this one here in this next tackle. Just a clear hit and lose the ball. Like, the amount of, seriously, the amount of turnover tackles they give, um, you know, game to game. Like, if you look at just this one, for example, you know, just in the, in the top guys, there's, you know, two, three, four. There's a bunch of guys in the um, in the Rabbitohs game, for example, that are getting two. Like, if you're, you know, tackling him out, they're getting the turnover tackles. He's just literally hit him and he's lost the ball and he doesn't get the, ta- the turnover tackle. Like, fair enough if they just completely missed it, but I don't understand why you give it to him and, and take that away. One-on-one tackle, wasn't even someone else there. Strange. Anyway, got that off my chest. We can go through the games now, the Sharks and the Knights. The Sharks look really good. Really, really good. 18-0. No uh, no Simbins of note in this one, I don't remember. But, yeah, solid game. An amazing game from CSC for Talakai. 75 points a try. Uh, a line break assist. 17 tackle breaks and two offloads for 223 metres. He was spectacular. And this is something we saw from him a couple of years ago. And it's great to see him, you know, come back and, and get that opportunity to, at full health, to, to get some time in the in the starting team. And we didn't select him as an option just with, you know, he played left-back row last week with Teague Wilton out and then moves to the centres for Connor Tracy, who will be back, you know, in, in, not, in the not-too-distant future. So, unfortunately, Talakai off the bench is not the best option, especially we're just going to be up around that 400k mark this week. So, yeah, just a special game to watch. He was, you know, terrorising... Dan Gagai, you know, we end up with seven missed tackles. Probably should have had a few more, but um, yeah, he kind of like held his own in in some parts. But how do you even tackle that guy? He's he's special. Anyway, Ronaldo sixty five in his eighty minutes, so a couple of tries, a couple of line breaks, two hundred thirty nine meters. So he was really really good with the six tackle breaks as well. 
and six kick defusals. So well done for him. Again, not really an option at this point. Yeah, he's averaging 40, which is nice, and, that, and he'll start to make some cash. But yeah, someone we want to avoid at this point. You know, he, he had a, a bunch of good games last year and then, and then kind of came back down to the pack. But that's that for Ronaldo. In terms of uh, Mr. Chrissy Randall, so I think he's going to end up around that 600k mark. He's averaging 50 and a half right now. So awesome effort for him over the first bunch of games. Again, someone that just tackles a lot. has actually making a few runs at a dummy half as well. So I think he's really improving as a player. Now that he knows that the spot is his for the year, I think that he's um, you know, starting to come out of his shell a little bit. You can see with um, with Blake Braley, he's he's starting to run the ball a bit more also. So, um, yeah, well done, to, well done to Randall. I'd be holding him for a long time, I think. If you own Britton Okora, he's come out with a couple of uh, good return games. He's uh, you know, at 550K, he hasn't made or lost any money, so he said the exact same. He'll start to make some cash now if you hold on to him. These are a couple of games that we'd, we'd want from him, but he also has those lower ones in his um, in his arsenal, that's for sure. Jesse Raymond, 58 in his full game. So two really good ones in a row, averaging 43. This is going to be him. He'll be a keeper at the end of the year. He does does these things. He gets some nice offloads. He tackle breaks. He he, yeah, he makes line breaks. He's um he's a good player. So, yeah, he'll be thereabouts at the end of the year if you want to select him later. Purdy Mann with 52. So he ended up getting 80 minutes. Had a couple of injuries. And, you know, that's why Randall got the 80 as well. So... Well done to Kurt. Didn't have to do as much in attack this time. The 80 meters will still take anywhere from 80 to 120 with you know, a couple of tackle breaks and, and offloads or whatever he can do and, and some big tackle numbers. You know, that's two weeks in a row where he's got over 40 tackles and that's you know, shown why and how he's got to that better score. You know, those first two games, he just didn't have the, um, the tackle numbers that he's had the last two, which we thought would happen. You know, they, they've dominated a bit over the first, you know, the first two games, especially they dominated had a lot of possession, so the, the tackling numbers weren't going to be there for someone like him, who's a really good defender. So four missed tackles in there is fine if you're making 48, that's for sure. Especially when um, you know one or two of them were against Talakai, you know, when he ran the length of the field, Kurt was trying to make a cover tackle and stuff. So still a great option, and he's going to be around that 550 mark next uh, next week, and he's probably got another, from there, probably another 50-odd thousand to make. I'd say you know similar. he'll get to a similar space to where Randall will get to. So that's that. Tolman with his try in, in his 300, so good on good on him. Yeah, really special moment for, for him and his family. So well done to Aiden. I'll tip my hat to you. My non-existent hat. Teague Wilton, 48 in his 80 minutes. So he's he's a really solid player. Hey, he's a big boy, very tall, and just really, really solid. Like, you know, the, the 46 in base, not really, you know, any attacking stats, but he did really well. And if you started with him, you know, ball one, you've done really, really well. So to get 48 without a try is really awesome for him. And he's still, he's still going to have the the um, the spot in the team for a while. So, yeah, if you picked him up over the last few weeks, well done. If you started with him, even better. For Nukin, so a lot of people remember asking him about him at the start of the year and, and his minutes have dropped down dramatically. You know, 40 minutes last week, which made sense because they were dominating and, and they took him off at the end there, which was fine. And then 47 this week. So, yeah, just be aware. If you're looking at these guys, delve into their stats a little bit deeper, right? He's someone that has never had an awesome PPM, and he's actually increased that dramatically, but you know he's never been a fantasy-relevant guy. And if you're picking him up at 550 or 540, whatever it was a few weeks ago, then the mid-40s scores here have not helped you at all. So it's kind of that one that where guys can come out and they can do really well at the start and then come back down to earth. You see um, Junior, Junior Bolo last, week, uh, last year, sorry, the first two games, he scored a couple of tries, got 70-odds, and then he had some 29s, some 40s, some 35s in there. So... It can happen to any player. Daniel Saifidi was 60 minutes this week, 43 uh, in the bank for him. Did okay without being spectacular. 
he'll drop a little bit of cash over the next few weeks. And then, you know, if he might be someone that you could eventually look at picking up, but he plays Origin and stuff. So that's a slight worry with Daniel. Nico Hines, whoever captained him, unfortunately, he ended up with a 43. But, you know, we'll talk about Cleary in a second, but he ended up with 44. And, you know, Fafita was low as well. So all the captains so far are getting low. Um, the odd person that, that went Sexton as captain as well. Um, yeah, definitely low scores. And if you captain Haas at the moment, fingers crossed, he can get over 43 and get around that 60-plus mark. But, you know, there's every chance he could come out and get 20 as well. So, you know, 43 is captain. You just you live with it. He's still a must-have. He just didn't have to do as much on you know, yesterday. And, you know, the kicking in general play was a little bit less just because, you know, the meteorage he couldn't really get in the first half. So is is what it is. One of those games. And, and you can see that he didn't really do too much and still end up with 43. So really, really good signs. That's going to be about his floor. And then you can have those games in the 80s where you can do really, really well. How good's Clune been? Just solid. Just getting the job done. 36 tackles, 70 run metres. He was great. Gags with a 40. So he's owned by 8.7% now. So makes sense. He's been doing that well. You know, I just think the 700k mark is just way too expensive for a centre as much as he continues to do well. McInnes is going to be down around the 650 mark after this week. And I think we'll be able to start picking him up around that 550 mark. He's just going to slowly work to that 80 minutes. I'd say maybe by around 7 or 8, he might get close to that 60, 65 minutes. And we can look to start picking him up. But he's going to be a really good option going into the Origin period as well. So he shouldn't be, shouldn't be playing Origin. I think we can really use him there. So keep him in mind going forward. All right, Blakey Braley. So those first couple of games... Even round three was decent as well, but he's one of those games where he comes back to the pack. And he did have a try assist as well and, and still scored 36. Yes, he got Sinbin right at the end, you know, on, literally on full time. So it cost you seven points. He was on 43, which again, same as what Hines had. But just don't expect him to come out and dominate every week. If he's not getting the, uh, the tackles, you know, 45 plus, and the attacking stats, so obviously he had, what, eight, eight in normal negatives and then the, the seven at the end. So neg 15. I just think he's going to average around the 50 or just below mark. So he's very expensive for someone who, you know, you might be ex- expecting to come out and get mid-50s, and I think he's about a 48 to 50 kind of player. Again, looking, he can improve, obviously, but you look at his track record and it's never been spectacular. Clifford with two low games in a row now. so a little bit annoying. The six missed tackles, no attacking stats apart from the one line break assist. So we need him to run the ball a little bit more and you'll get a few, you know, the odd tackle break offload and stuff like that. So... I still think he's okay, but he's getting to a point where I don't think he's going to be a keeper. So do you move him on for Cleary? Do you do you trade? Um, do you downgrade him? Do you trade up? Like in that half position, there's there's a fair few guns, right? So is he someone that you need in your squad, or, or do you want to hold off on on him or move on to someone else? All right, we speak about Brody Jones, and and let's be honest here. If you look at the stats on all the Knights players, he was the only one that didn't miss a tackle. So that's really, really good news to start. So really solid in defense, which is what we need in a second rower, because it's very natural for them to, to miss a few tackles. So his 25 and his 52 minutes was exactly what we needed. A one, one tackle bust, so not a couple of nice runs without being too amazing. What we noticed, though, is that he was obviously blowing pretty hard after you know having COVID last week, coming back from injury. So this first game... Yeah, we're hoping for like a 35 to 40 in terms of his points and maybe about 60 minutes. So eight, eight minutes less than what we'd hoped. You know, probably five points less than what we thought he'd going to get as well. But he still starts making money. His break even was 24. And it's a starter. Yes, you probably could have selected Taylor May over him this week, which is something that I'd suggested. It's, you know, you didn't have to get Jones this week. 
it was just like kind of an easy one because you could get him and then not have to worry about picking him up next week and, and go for someone else. Because I still think he's a good option. I think a lot of people were like, oh, he's a dud, he's, he's crap. But remember, he's coming off COVID and, we, and everyone experiences it differently. And also a little bit of a niggling injury as well. So he's someone that has done really well in the past when he gets big minutes. So 30 and 52, if you extrapolate that out to an 80-minute performance, then he's way over 40. So definitely nothing to worry about. Yes, you would have hoped that he scored a little bit better, but he's 30 in the 52 minutes you take and, and you don't worry about him, I don't think. Again, would have been nice if he scored more, but he didn't. You know, there's captains, you know, Nathan Cleary got 44. So if Jones can come and get 30 at 325K, then we're not worried. Everyone just breathe and we'll move on. The other one was a little bit more annoying was Leo Thompson at 25 in his 32 minutes. So he was 21 in 16 and then came on and missed a couple of tackles. Got got hit pretty hard in a couple of tackles too. Um, I can't remember who it was, but absolutely smashed him, you know, crunched him when he got the ball there. So yeah, to 25, he started him this week. You're, you're a little bit annoyed with how, how well he began, especially starting the game. But it, you know, he, he even got less minutes starting the game, which was, was interesting. So especially in a, in, a, in a team where you had a couple of injuries um, earlier on in terms of you know guys having to come on a little bit earlier and yeah it was just interesting the way that the way that it was all set up they used Mamacia a little bit um, off the bench Soasa got 20 Crossland 26 yeah it was interesting but um, Thompson his, his price his price will start to you know rise it'll start to slow down just a tad with that 25 but I still think he's probably got 50 to 100k to make he might peak around that 400k mark unless he picks up a try or two over the next few weeks. So that's that with him. Best and Dom Young came back down to earth. You know, obviously not scoring any tries. And then you got Ponga, who was really, really just out of sorts, to be honest. Like, he just didn't play like we'd hoped he would. A few of my mates, are, you know, I've actually mentioned this, like, when's he actually going to step up and, and start to dominate? And my, my comment was he actually has probably played better in Origin than he has for the Knights. So... Yeah, very interesting. I think he you know, obviously he's coming off a bunch of niggles. He he didn't really get a preseason last year. Yeah, a lot's been happening for him, unfortunately. And if he can get a string a bunch of games together, I think Ponga will be fine. But if you own him at the moment, it's a bit of a worry, and I'd probably look to move him on for a you know one of those other guns, whether it be Teddy Paps, Hines, whatever you've got there. Uh, but yeah, that's that. That's the Ponga one. Very interesting. So we'll move to the uh, the second game of the Knights. And if you haven't subscribed yet, guys, I'd love for you to do that. That would be. Uh, very much appreciated, and there's a lot of content here, so you know you might miss the odd one if you're not subscribed, so, or have the notification bell on to so get around that. All right, the Panthers are getting over top of the Bunnies again, like uh, like the grand final last year, and a really good game for a bunch of players. And if you own Damian Cook, then you're back over where he was averaging last year, which is awesome. So two really good scores in a row. If you've uh, kept the faith with him and you started with him, then you're probably up higher in the ranks, I think, because there's not a lot of guys actually averaging over 60. If you really look into it, with the tackle bus numbers going down, for example, the average scores are a lot lower. Unless you're someone named Cam Murray, who's just been incredible. Playing big minutes, they had a couple of injuries as well. Jacob Host came on and played the whole, you know, pretty much the whole game with Mark Nichols going off. You know, Arrow moved to the middle. They then lost Jackson, uh, Jackson Bolo as well. Um, when, he, you know, when he went off, Arrow moved to centers. There's a few things happening. So Murray, again, got to play massive minutes. Um, will this continue going forward? Potentially. He's working very hard, though. I'd, I'd, su- I'd suggest that if they're pro- when they are going to use him, you know, give him a little bit of a rest, I'd say would be the games that they're winning. And they, they've only won one so far. So, yeah, haven't had that opportunity to give him much of a rest, much of a rest because they've had some closer games, etc. But he's been special. 55 tackles, a couple offloads, you know, 103 metres. Yeah, didn't have the massive attacking stats this week, but he doesn't need to. He works that hard that 
he can score big in, in 80 minute efforts. So if you own him, one of the nine, 10 percent, then you're absolutely killing it at the moment. So well done to you. I'll give you a pat on the back for that. And obviously, I suggested in my video is probably the number one mid to, to select in your side. And that's paid out. And unfortunately, I haven't got him yet, but that's that. Taylor May, this is the only one that killed me last night. Everyone else I was fine with, but he's um, he's a special talent. I wish he was in the wing fullback position. I just have too many centers, unless I straight swapped him from Berry, to example, and, and knowing that Rocco Berry's out today um, and could be out the following week as well is, is pretty frustrating. So, yeah, Taylor May, 62, a couple of tries, just really knows how to finish. He was, um, he was awesome, 204 meters also. It just shows, like, if you're picking outside backs in these really good teams, like you saw, he got a double, Tungall got a uh, try, Crichton scored. Like, it's so much, um, so much more beneficial just being within a good team that's going to win the majority of matches, that's going to score four or five tries. Like, you should be getting a try, you know, every second week, to be fair. Um, and Taylor's got five in two weeks. So he's, you know, averaging 57. He's going to be closer to 400K after this. Probably still going to be a, a decent option. You might get him to, you know, if he continues to score a try every second week at least, he should get over you know, over 500 or so thousand and yeah, potentially some dual position if he continues to you know, play in that position if Toto doesn't come back too early. So he was awesome. Well done if you owned him. Uh, Burgess and Edwards, both with 58, really came back and scored well. Edwards, after you know, a couple of lean weeks for him, he's such a good player. Just does, just does his job for this um, Panthers side and yeah, really impressed with him. Jacob Host was really good as well, but he won't be playing that those big minutes. Isaac Tungo, he's definitely a keeper. Hey, he just... Just delivers, you know, a couple of t- uh, turnover tackles, like one uh, over the sideline and, and one, you know, nice tackle like Jairo did, but he didn't get his t- turnover tackle. <sighs> Annoyed. Doesn't really matter what Tungo does because everyone has him. <laughs> Arrow's our pod. That's why I'm blowing up, guys, if you haven't noticed. Um, yeah, so he's been special. Isaiah Yo with 51, so come back down to earth. Still playing 80 minutes, so maybe, you know, early on the year, Cam Murray, Isaiah Yo, they're just going to play 80 every week. Doesn't always happen. There's only a couple of guys that do it. You know, Jakey Chaboyevich is one of them. But yeah, continue scoring well. Isaiah made 84k. Awesome for him. Johnson was good. Uh, Kritta, so Stephen Crichton, 51. Got the the try save. Got the got the try. Uh, he's, I just think he's um, improving as a player. Like when he played center last year, he didn't run for that many meters. So he's um, you know long rangey guy, really strong, and and he's doing really well. So he'll be up at about 500k after this week as well. And everyone should have him. Everyone pretty much does. And I wouldn't be looking to trade him out anytime soon, especially in such a good team. You know, if you have own any Panthers players, just keep holding on to him. Apart from Liam Martin, but we'll talk about that in a sec. Campbell Graham still going well. Cleary is forty-four. Don't panic with him. I mentioned it um, in a couple of the Facebook groups. Just the meters gain for him. He's usually way over hundred meters. He didn't take the line on as much. So what happens when he you know, usually scores? Uh, usually hits hundred meters plus. Is that's where all the offloads and the tackle bus come from. And then he scores, you know, the odd try himself and the, and the tries just come from that also. So, you know, it's probably 30 to 40 points when he when he runs over 100 metres. It, it creates about 30 or 40 points for him. And that just didn't happen this week. And he's usually someone that makes around the 20 tackle mark as well and three to four misses. So that was a big difference. He pretty much, you know, got zero um, from the from the tackle column. And, you know, had the one turnover tackle. Plenty of kick metres as per normal. Well, that's obviously dropped. You know, the 500 is, is nine points difference now. So... Three goals as well. He missed a bunch, so he just wasn't himself. You could tell. He'd been. It was a bit rusty, and, and he'll be fine. You know, he's going to lose a, a decent amount of money over the next few weeks, but that's also okay. You know, if you if you own him, just continue to captain him. He'll he'll get better and better. I just wouldn't be um, wouldn't be stressing about him at this point. Walker did okay. Yeah, the arrow score like it, it, he played. 
His first stint in the middle got 26 and 29 minutes. Then he basically played his whole second stint when he came on about, what, 30 or just, just under 30 minutes to go and pretty much played it all in the centres and made a couple of tackles in the middle. But, you know, for him, no no negatives in his game, 41. You'll take, like, he's, he's, he's made us money. He's, he's dual position. He's, he's been really good. So we can't worry with Arrow. But that 45 or whatever he would have got with the turnover tackle, just it does it does help a little bit. You know, he's owned by 13%, but it's... Not a heap of people in the in the top sort of thousand that own him. So yeah, that was annoying, but we'll move on. I'll, I promise. I've forgotten about it. <laughs> Not. Um, Latrell, Kalamatangi, both okay. Latrell's going to keep, keep getting cheaper. He'll be an option at some point. Coruscant, uh, yeah, a bunch of people have spoken, uh, spoken him up. Averaging 46 to 682K is not enough. The you know, last couple of weeks have been a little bit average for him. Eisenhuth is doing his thing. Mitch Kenny, Sorensen, Ilias. So it'll be nice to speak about him. He almost uh, probably picked up a 50 in this game. If that try wasn't disallowed, if, if Burgess wasn't in the way, I still think he would have scored. Um, it's just obviously the letter of the law, but you know, he would have picked up about a 50, and he was much better. So he kicked a lot early, actually, and then Walker kicked a, a fair bit more. But the 16 tackles, one miss. He had a couple of... Um, couple of forced dropouts. He had the try assists, a couple of line break assists. He was really, really good. And I think he's going to start to make some money soon. And he'll, he will have a breakout game soon. For him to, you know, should have scored about 50 in this game against the Panthers was really, really good signs to see. And he's naturally improving. So if you own him, I'd probably continue to hold him. And I still think he's going to make a little bit of cash. He is owned by a big percentage. There's obviously a lot that have, um, that have traded him out as well. So I think you can hold on steady with him. Liam Martin has made 45k. That's com- that's still coming off his first week of being a spectacular. Um, but since then, he hasn't done too well. So I still think he's a trade out. Even with a try, he picked up 22 points. So you know, 21 tackles for five misses and 46 run meters for a guy playing 60 minutes on an edge. Not good enough. Uh, Jackson Bolo as well. Um, 382k, 22 points. Again, it's just that selection where it's like cool. Is he going to make a lot of money? Is he going to hold steady? It's that kind of one, which we've seen with Penasini, Rocco Berry. They're all about the same at the moment. Spencer Lanyu with a tri-saver and 22 points in 22 minutes. They still just keep using him as an impact guy. When you've got Isaiah Yo playing 80 minutes, you don't need guys like him to come out and dominate. So, yeah, if you picked him up, a little bit of a worry at this point. And then, you know, Tane Milne as well. Um, Nichols playing the two minutes. Havili only 19. Charlie Sainz still struggling on the fantasy terms, even though he's playing a little bit better. But there you go, guys. That's the two Friday night games. Let me know what your thoughts are on the Arrow thing. Um, if that's happened with other players, like I completely understand sometimes they miss things, but to give it and then take it away in updates was really, really strange. Anyway, that's my two cents, guys. I hope you enjoyed that. We'll catch you in the next video. Enjoy those Saturday games. 
Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.